Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Wednesday, January 17, 2024. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new. That's right. Recording on a Wednesday because I forgot to record yesterday, but I said I was going to be consistent. So I'm just getting it out there. How's everyone doing? Happy New Week. What's new with you? I just came from the mall. <clears throat> Had some ramen nagi. Little life pro tip. I posted on my Instagram stories. But in case you missed it, if you go to ramen nagi, right? And you order, well, ramen, duh. They have this, uh, what do you call it? Like bean sprouts that are free. They're like, they're like condiments. So you can get unlimited bean sprouts. So if you like bean sprouts, they're, they, you know, they're, they're like noodle shaped. So if you run out of noodles in your ramen, if you run out of ramen noodles, just, just ask for a lot of sides of the bean sprouts and throw it in the broth. Dude, it tastes really good. I must have asked for four refills of the bean sprouts. It's just a little life pro tip for everyone out there how's everyone doing today did you guys watch the emmys the emmy awards i forgot i I, are the awards always this close together because we talked about the golden globes last week right and now the emmys and i was surprised that was actually happening it's kind of i don't know has it always been back to back with the golden globes well let's talk about the emmy winners but also uh before that i also want to talk about my little pt or not my pt my knee rehab so i finally got around to playing basketball Man, I haven't played a full game of basketball without getting hurt uh, in maybe seven years. So it felt so good. I ran a full court game, although I'm still going at like half speed. I'm just, you know, jogging up and down the court, not not putting too much emphasis or uh, too much effort into my into my uh, playing because I don't want to hurt myself. But it felt good to play and not get hurt. It felt good to be back on the basketball court. There's this beautiful court. In BGC, it's it's actually owned by Nike, so it's a it's a private court, but it's free to use. Uh, but you can only go in in the mornings uh, until 4 p.m. and then 4 p.m. you have to register online through the Nike app. So to get in there, so if you're ever interested in just shooting around, if you go from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., if you just show up and the court's not full, they'll let you in. But you have to download the Nike app, uh, and then you have to sign up for an account. It's free. But they're pretty strict about it. Like you have, they 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 scan the QR code. I guess it's for, uh, you know, I guess they they need to have the like the records in there, uh, and they're pretty strict in terms of other stuff. Like you can't, apparently, you can't show any skin. Like on your, like if you're wiping your your face, right, you're sweating, and you pull up your the bottom of your shirt to wipe your face, and then your belly shows. They'll blow the whistle and they'll call you like, stop, stop showing skin. So I, I don't know. Maybe it's just to avoid people taking their shirts off on the court. But it's, a, it's pretty, pretty wild how strict they are. And I, I was there at the court, uh, like on Friday. And this kid just, just, you know, it's a natural instinct when you're, when you're sweating and you don't have a towel and you don't want to, you know, you want to wipe your face. You, you usually pull up your shirt. So this kid did it and then he got whistled. And then he did it again like a few minutes later. I don't think he was doing it to be an asshole. I think it's just a natural reaction. <laughs> They're like, if you do it again, we're kicking you out. I was like, damn. 
that's pretty strict. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but the court is nice, man. Like it, it's really it's it's a beautiful court. It's it's um there's two full courts and then there's like a half court. It's got a nice colorful design. It's very photographable. So if you if you ever just want to take photos on a basketball court, I guess it's a good place to go. And uh, what are the other rules they have? You can't lie down on the court, which makes sense. But other than that, 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 those are like the only kind of main rules that they have there. And also since they're Nike, right? I mean, you can wear whatever shoes you want, but the, the balls, like the Nike, they have to use, yeah, I mean, the basketballs rather, they have to be Nike balls. And they provide you balls there, but if you're going to bring your own ball, like I usually bring my own ball when I go play at a court because I don't know if there's anyone going to be there with a ball. So I can't use my ball because it's not a Nike ball, but at least they provide it and they're good quality outdoor basketballs. And yeah, man, I just, it's a good time. You know what I really missed about basketball other than the sport? It's like me, it's meeting people there. And funny enough, okay, I have some pretty cool, I've like, see, so in the three times that I've been there, wait, is it three times or maybe twice? In the two times that I've been there, I've already kind of made friends. It's pretty cool, man. Um, so the first time I went, I met this guy, this Filipino guy, but he lives in Australia, so he's vacationing. So, you know, we, we were just talking after the game. We weren't even on the same team during the game. We were just playing. And then after we, you know, got done, we sat on the sidelines and just got to talking. And yeah, I mean, a cool guy. He's, he's, he's in Shargao right now because we follow each other on Instagram. He's, a he, he's vacationing and yeah, cool guy. He's really good at basketball too. And then I met on that day as well, another guy, an older guy this time. His name is, I think his name is Joe. Um, older guy must be like fifties. And he owns businesses in, in here as well as like Hong Kong or something. But he he grew up here and then he moved to the UK. So he's a Filipino old guy, but he has a British accent when he speaks English. It's pretty it's pretty cool. And we were just talking. And then the next day, the next time I came back, he was there again. And he remembered me from the day before. And we got talking. And that's how I found out all this information about him. But the coolest interaction I had was... Uh, so I met this guy named, named Echo. So... We were, I played a game on one court and he was on the other court playing. And then after we got done, uh, they lost more people on their court. Like not like, like they, they people left. Nobody died. Right. So they, they, <laughs> they, they lost like five people on the other court. So they needed more people to play. So I, I said, Oh, can I run? And I played. And, and after the, Oh, before the game, he's like, are you JC? I was like, yeah, yes. He's like, oh, I, I, I listen to the podcast. I'm a fan. He's talking about Halal Show. Oh, no, no one listens to this one, right? But he's talking about Halal Show. He said he was a fan. And that was really cool. Uh, so, you know, I've met, I've met, uh, Letcher fans. I've met Halal Show, like listeners in the wild, like in public. But this is the first time where I, I, I did not expect someone to be playing. I'm not that I'm saying that. Bas- like 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 the Halal Show listeners don't play basketball or play sports. I'm just it was like the last place I expected to run into somebody, right? And yeah, he was cool. He's really good at basketball. He's the nice dude. He told we we talked about his work and 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 what he does. I think he does some stuff in marketing. I, I mean, I'm not gonna reveal too much information, but I just really missed that that interaction of after playing a game that that both of you love. You, you end up just talking and then you realize you have a lot in common outside of basketball. I made a lot of my, a lot of my really good friends in like, in my life were made, uh, on the basketball court. It, it's really, it's like a bonding place. I will say though, okay, so just, if there's like, if, if, if we're going to delve into the politics of it all, you, uh, <laughs> I saw, because I saw a video, I think on TikTok. And so I'm going to quote the, the the thing, but I kind of agree with it. And I don't think it's right, but it's just the way of the world. So the guy on TikTok said, 
if I met you and I became your friend and then we played basketball together and then you were bad at basketball, like you were trash at it, he would still be that guy's friend. But he said if he met someone on the basketball court and that guy was not good at basketball, he would not be his friend. <laughs> well, so what I'm saying is you, you you tend to find on basketball courts like the people who are who play or at least know how to play the game, they kind of get along well with other people who enjoy and and play the game well. And if you're not good at basketball when you go to the court, people won't want to be friends with you <laughs> that, that, that's just how i see it <laughs> i'm not saying i'm the best basketball player or anything i'm just saying like i feel like re- there's like a certain level of respect that comes when you see someone is oh this guy can ball or this guy knows his basketball right so i'm, I'm kind of glad that i i feel like people respect me because i can still kind of play even though i'm not going at full speed i'm not i i want to just go out and say it to the world that i'm not a i'm not a really good basketball player i just feel like I am above average than somebody who's never, obviously, than somebody who's never played basketball. So if you get someone who's never played basketball and you put them on a court and you ask them to play full court uh, pickup basketball, dude, you can tell that you can tell the person who's never played a full court game basketball. You, you can just see. And then if you watch people play, you'll know like instantly I can tell on the court who the best probably two or three players are. Whenever I watch a pickup game, it just takes me two or three minutes to to judge to judge everybody. <laughs> it's a very judgmental thing. Uh, but yeah, thank you. I love basketball. Ball is life. And I'm so glad that I can kind of get back to it. I'm still taking it easy because I don't want to hurt myself again. And I want to make it uh, hopefully uh, a lifelong return to the court. So that's what's been uh, going on with me. Uh, oh, and I've been biking to the BGC court as well. It's really nice. I, I've been using my e-bike um and it's just zooms it zooms man i i also bought a um a phone stand or like a phone holder for my bike now so if i ever want to go somewhere i'm not familiar with i can use you know ways or google maps to get there and not have to keep pulling my phone out of my pocket at red uh, at stoplights to find out if i'm going the right way but yeah the e-bike is fantastic it's it's a great um investment i would say however the bike that i bought i bought it during pandemic it's like way more expensive now. I looked at the prices on the on the um, on their website because I was thinking of getting another one. So for Marissa, so that we could go bike like instead of taking the car. Like we eventually, you'll save money, right? If you use it enough, uh, you will make up the money in in how much you save in gas. Kind of like a Tesla, right? But the beautiful thing about Metro Manila is that it's really small. The the Metro Manila is not that big. It's just because of traffic, it seems like it takes, it's like it's longer or bigger than it is. But to get from, for example, right, uh, like when I bike from Ortiga Center, so imagine if you're from the Philippines, you'll, you'll, I'm going to put, paint a picture in your head. So imagine you're at like at Mega Mall, right? That's near where I live, a little bit further. Like it's probably a 10 minute walk from where I live, but from Mega Mall to like BGC High Street on an e-bike, I can get there in 15 minutes. And I can park it anywhere, like it's a bicycle. So I just gotta chain it somewhere where, where you know, where I hope that no one will use a use a chain cutter. But it's pretty safe to just park it anywhere as long as you use your lock. Fifteen minutes, and that could be. And 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 I've done that during rush hour. I've done it. I mean, you just gotta be careful. But at this, you know, you pretty much don't. You have the same commute time whether there's traffic or not. The only time where 
I, I get a little delayed during rush hour is if the streets are super narrow and the bike lane kind of there's no bike lane or if there is a bike lane, it kind of just molds into one lane for everyone turning right. That's the only time I get delayed uh, during during rush hour. But other than that, the, the bike time is usually the same no matter what time of day, 15 minutes from BGC to Mega Mall and vice versa. And one time I bike from QC, like, so like, imagine, uh, like GMA or, or ABS CBN area to Ortigas to where I live in about 25 minutes, 20 minutes, which is how long it takes me to drive in a not so rush hour time of day. So it really is. It, it, it's a great investment. I don't know how long I haven't really done the math because uh, honestly, I took like a one and a half year break where I didn't use it because you know, I talked about it before. I just had no motivation to go out and do stuff. But if you use it consistently, definitely you'll make up the money. The name of my bike is Evelo, E-V-E-L-O. Go look them up on Instagram because there's another, I don't know if there's an Evelo, if you search YouTube Evelo, there's another company that I don't know if it's like a sister company or if it, or the Evelo here is like, a it's like the philippine arm of that evelo company but the bikes are different on youtube so just go to the evelo page on instagram and then go to their website there it's like evelo fun something.com or whatever and look at the prices the cheapest bike they have i think right now is their cruiser bike which is like 53 thousand pesos and i know what you're gonna say so people are gonna say like oh with that price you might as well just buy a motorcycle but the but the the upside is a you don't need a license right uh it's a it looks like a bicycle to all the to all the enforcers because i know there's a rule right for e-bikes now but when they say e-bike you're i'm that what 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 the enforcers are imagining is like it looks like a tricycle like it has it it has like lights and shit on it. It looks like a motorcycle slash tricycle rather than a bicycle. The Evelo looks like a bike, like a normal bike. Imagine a mountain bike that you grew up with. It just has a battery like underneath your seat, but it it's blended into the bike that unless you examine it closely, you wouldn't be able to tell. So yeah, that it it's it's uh it's great. You don't need a license. You can park it anywhere. Uh, the range is pretty good as well, right? So on a full charge, and uh, that's what most people would probably be curious about. I, definitely, it's not something that you could, you know, some people travel cross-country the bike. Unless you stop over at hotels and charge it along the way, it's not really for long-distance biking. It, but you can get all around Metro Manila, like, on a full charge. I, I You could probably go from QC all the way to Pasay and then back to QC, like, you could probably do, I'm guessing, three or four round trips. I might be overestimating. But I could go from QC to Pasay, Pasay to QC, QC to Pasay with no problem. I, I wouldn't be afraid of losing, like, my battery. And at the end, I mean, the worst case scenario, you run out of battery. You just have to pedal. Use your Chevrolet legs, right? Just pedal the bike. It's heavy as fuck, by the way. So you you don't want to end up with a dead battery on that thing because it is a behemoth like i went to pt earlier today and i charged my battery but i forgot to bring it down so i had to bike with uh without the battery and the battery is the heaviest part probably the heaviest component but even without the battery that bike is heavy i, I don't know how much it weighs but it, it's it's heavy so yeah but go 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 do them i mean i don't really want to do the math right now i'll probably figure it out and maybe i'll tell you guys next time 
But because if you think about it, how much does one full tank of gas get you? How long does it last you driving around just Metro Manila? A full tank? Well, for for me, my driving, it, I, it probably lasts the whole month. But like Marissa, she goes back and forth all the time. She uses my car. Like she always has to load gas. So really, it, it's it's a matter of probably a year or two and you've made your money back. So you're just uh, you're just fighting against the elements, and if 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 it's if it's that that's, there's only if that's the only dime. I mean, the downside is the elements. Like if it rains, uh, also if you get hit by a car, you're probably gonna die, right? I mean, there's nothing. I mean, a helmet it can only go so far. But if you're driving along Edsa, if you're biking along Edsa, you get crushed by one of those huge trucks, you're dead, right? So that's the other downside, but. It doesn't go as fast as motorcycles, so you know as long as you go at a decent pace. But it does go; it can go fucking fast, huh? Like it can go uh, in kilometers per hour. Like it can get up to like forty. It's pretty fast, bro. <laughs> it's pretty fast. I never take it that fast because I'm afraid that if I, you know, if I hit a rock or something wrong, I'm gonna just fly forward and splat on the ground. Uh, but yeah. There's that. All right. Uh, what else? What else did I have on my agenda? So before I talk about the Emmys, one more thing. So I, I told you I just came from the mall. Uh, I thought I should just I, – I was just curious about this. Have you guys ever wondered here in the Philippines? I, I, I have never seen it anywhere else. There are – if you take the elevator, if, you, if you're going on the elevator in the mall, in a bigger mall which has an elevator, there are usually elevator people in there. Like an, I mean there's a, there's a employee. It's usually a woman. I've never, wait, no, I've seen one guy, I think I like Moa, but it's usually a woman and they're wearing like that, that apron looking thing, apron looking shirt. I don't know what you call it, but if you go to a department store, whether it's Robinson's, whether it's SM, they all have like a uniform that looks like a flight attendant, but cheaper. I'm not, it's not a knock on the, I'm not, I'm not making fun of their outfit. I'm just saying, I'm trying to paint a picture for you so you know what I'm talking about. So anyway, they're, they're in the elevator and their sole job is to push the button. For you to go to what floor you're going to. And I guess to be an information person in case someone's like, oh, what floor is the theater on? And then she'll just press the button. Man, what a shitty job that is. And I mean, I'm not making fun of their job. I'm just saying like, damn, that job sucks. Uh, and if they're if they are perfectly happy doing it and like this is the job that like fulfills them and all more power to them but i fully doubt that like uh, this is a job that i feel like they, they just take because you know it, it's the only you know it's it's available and a job is a job you know it's always good to have a job but wow what a i can't imagine doing that job like that is a soul-sucking job you are literally in this enclosed box usually with poor ventilation Right. There's one in Mega Mall, like in the middle, the atrium section. There's an elevator there and the elevator looks like a service elevator. It's, it's, it's pretty big, but it looks like a prison. And you're in, I don't know how long their shifts are, but I'm guessing with Philippine standards, they're making, they're doing eight hours a day for probably just minimum wage, which, uh, dude, my, my mind would be like, wow, my mind would explode. Well, and it's hot as fuck in there, usually. Like, it's super hot. Like, what? Well, like, sometimes I see them with those, those pocket electric fans. I'm sure you have too. I've seen a few of them use it. And, and I'm glad that they allow them to do that. I'm glad that they allow them to have their cell phones sometimes and let them, because dude, I would, 
that's the only saving grace of that job is if you let your employee that employee use their cell phone and watch YouTube. Because if they're not allowed to use their phone and you expect them to stay in there for eight hours waiting for people to come just to press the fucking button that 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 they could do themselves, like you know, and does it add value? I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud, right? And 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 once again, I want I don't want you guys to get the wrong idea that like, like this job shouldn't exist. If if it exists and they're happy doing it, that's great. But I just feel bad for them, like. There must be can't the the mall put them somewhere where they you know there's ventilation and access to a bathroom and, and you know so that they can I don't know like put a put a sign that says uh, uh be back in five minutes because I don't think they're allowed to leave right until their shift is up or until there's a lunch break uh so there must be at least a few of them working because obviously they can't stay in there the whole time if they gotta pee what's gonna happen oh no the the world's gonna end the people gotta push their own buttons right. And I know that like some of them, like the, the elevators run on manual. So like the, the elevator won't stop unless the attendant pushes the inside. Uh, so maybe if they go to the bathroom, they just set it to automatic. Why not just leave it on automatic? I don't know. It was just a, it was just a thing that I thought about <laughs> when I was in the elevator earlier at the mall. I was like, this is such a silly job to be given to somebody, right? I feel like their talents could be put to better use somewhere else. Right. It's just, it's just does, do you guys ever think about stuff like that? Or is it is it just me? And I'm being I'm I'm getting I'm getting uh, I'm getting uh, offended for people for for on behalf of all the elevator people that don't even care. Like they're, they're happy with where they are. It's just me. All right. Uh, let's talk about the Emmys. OK, 2024 Emmys. Emmy drama series winner. Once again, who do you think it is? It's the most boring show that I've seen in the last few years. Succession. Uh, you know what? Also, by the way, uh, what I was seeing on, you know, social media is in up in arms because Better Call Saul apparently has like the most number of nominations and the, and zero wins, right? Zero wins at all. I think it's like 50 something, 54, if I'm not mistaken. 54 nominations. They didn't win a single fucking award. First of all, Better Call Saul deserves at least one award i don't know if it should be best drama or whatever and i don't know which because it it was nominated this year which means the last the latest season is what was nominated i don't know which is the best season of better call Saul because i watched it all in one go and the seasons kind of blend together but you're telling me that that show didn't wasn't deserving of one award who could have won right uh saul saul goodman uh what's his name fucking that guy bob odenkirk he could have won. I, I, I could, I would not be mad if he won best actor because he was fantastic in that show. The Kim Rexler girl, uh, the, you know, the main, the main squeeze in that show. I think she could have won at least in one of the seasons. She was fantastic. But the most deserving other than Bob Odenkirk, there's two. The, the, the bad guy, the guy, the, the Mexican dude. I thought he was really good. I forgot his name. Uh, he's, he's like a, fuck, I, I forgot the name of the characters. But the one, the most deserving is the brother. The brother of Saul Goodman. I forgot what his name is. He's in that one 80s movie about the rock and roll band. I fucking forgot his name. Saul Goodman's brother in that show. That man definitely des- deserves an award. I don't know who he was up against in the year or years that he was nominated, but they must have had like an acting, like a revolutionary acting performance to defeat that guy. Because that guy, you know what? I need to do it justice. Better Saul 
Better Call Saul cast. Uh, what's his name? Michael McKean, who played Chuck. Chuck McGill. And the other guy I was talking about was Lalo Salamanca, by the way. Uh, played by Tony Dalton. But Michael McKean, who played Chuck McGill. He was in Spinal Tap. That's the one I was talking about. That's the movie I was talking about that I also recognize him from. But he was so good in that show. Playing that, that uh, he had, uh, what do you call it? That agoraphobia shit where he couldn't leave his house or whatever. What the fuck? It, what, what? Let's see what he was nominated for. Uh, was he nominated? Better call Saul. Well, let's see what, what years he was nominated. Anyway, while I look that up, Better Call Saul didn't win a single award. I mean, I don't know what else he could have won for besides maybe best drama. Like, I'm sure that it got nominated for like editing or script writing. Do they have that? Anyway, uh, I can't find the awards. I don't want to be rambling while I just look for it. But yeah, he don't you think? Have you guys seen if, to anyone who's seen Better Call Saul? Don't you think he was the most deserving out of all the people, all the talent on that show? Even Bob Odenkirk, who I you know I love, and I think he was really great in that show. Uh, the Chuck, the guy who played Chuck, is just is next level. Okay, anyway, actor in a drama series. Uh, it's the same as the Golden Globe. It's Kieran Culkin for Succession. Was he really good in that show? I mean. I, I, I gotta watch it. Maybe, maybe. He beat out Bob Odenkirk, better call Saul. Uh, uh, he also beat out Pedro Pascal from The Last of Us. The Last of Us, by the way, was really good. I, I don't know. I, I feel like I've talked about it on here before, but, or on How Lotta Show. But if you haven't seen The Last of Us, it's based on the video game. Really good. Uh, yeah, good show, good show. Actress also from Succession, Sarah Snook. Who is that? Let me see. Oh, this lady. Okay. So, yeah. I don't know. Was she deserving? Probably. But I just, I didn't watch the show. Supporting actor. It's a sweep. Succession. Oh, supporting actress. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge won again, right? Uh, did you, I know she won for White Lotus from season one. This is, I think, from season two. Because she, she comes back in season two as the same character from season one. Uh, will she be in season three? Well, if you watch season two, you'll know. <laughs> um... Yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, she was pretty good, but but who else was nominated for supporting actress in a drama? See, Rhea Seahorn from Better Call Saul. She plays Kim Wexler. I think she's better than Jennifer Coolidge. In like, I like Jennifer Coolidge, and I thought she was great. You know, she's funny in The White Lotus. But you're telling me she she does this thing. You know, the she plays the same character. She plays this. I can't do this. I'm so like I'm a white woman in America. Like she does the same character. She well, except for Stifler's mom, but she plays the same shit in in like uh Cinderella Story and uh what's the other one? Ben and Snap. Fucking Legally Blonde. She plays the same character. And that's not a bad thing. I'm just saying She's the same character in The White Lotus with just a little more depth. And you're telling me that Rhea Seahorn from Better Call Saul lost to her? Ah, come on, man. Come on, man. I mean, I, I don't know the other actresses. Like, there's a bunch from The White Lotus. Like, Aubrey Plaza. I watched The White Lotus season two. Aubrey Plaza, was she better than Jennifer Coolidge in that season? I don't think so. Uh, she's all right. There's the, uh, who's this? Sabrina Impacchiatore from The White Lotus. Was she the... The oh, she was the hotel manager. No, definitely not. She she wasn't even in that main character. 
Megan Fahey. Who's this? I don't even remember. Oh, see, Megan Fahey, at least she's the she's the wife of the hot guy from from the boy next uh, no, the, the boy next door, the Jennifer Lopez sexy movie. Fuck, what's that guy's name? He was also in, uh, if I'm not mistaken, what's that Hunger Games, not Hunger Games movie? The the Divergent, right? Like that, 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 that hot guy? That was him, right? Anyway, she played the wife of him. Mm, I don't know. Je- no, see, Jennifer Lopez, not Jennifer Lopez, uh, Jennifer Coolidge was better than probably all the other White Lotus nominees. I'll give her that. But to beat Rhea Seahorn? Come on, man. That's bullshit. Okay, guest actor in a drama series, Nick Offerman from The Last of Us. Yeah, I, I could I could see that. I mean, I, I the Succession people, I, I don't know how big of a role they had, but they the, it was just Succession and Last of Us that was nominated for guest actor in a drama series. Who are the other guys? I don't know who the other guys are. I mean, I could Google them, but definitely Nick Offerman was solid. So he was the best guest actor in The Last of Us. So unless the succession people were better, I don't, I don't have a problem with him winning that. Storm Reed in The Last of Us also won for guest actress in a drama series. She was in the episode in the mall, if you remember. And she's also the sister of, of uh, Zendaya in, in Euphoria. If, if you ever curious and you haven't seen The Last of Us, it's her. Uh, writing, best writing. See, writing. Okay, so succession won. Better Call Saul got nominated. I don't know which episode they chose to be nominated, but the writing in Better Call Saul is pretty good. So if if Succession is really that good, then maybe I really got to make an exception and just and just watch it. But God, fuck, it's so boring. Okay, comedy was the Bear, even though it's most people say it shouldn't be nominated as a comedy. The Bear did win. It was up against uh, real comedies like Abbott Elementary <laughs> and Jury Duty, which are obvious comedies. Uh, Barry is more of a dark comedy. See, like Barry and The Bear and to some extent, I guess Ted Lasso would be best. Like they're more drama to me than they are comedy. Uh, Ted Lasso is probably borderline. It could be pitched as a comedy more than it is a drama but ted lasso has made me cry more than any of the shows in the drama uh the drama category i've i've cried so many times watching ted lasso what didn't make me cry the last of us which was nominated for drama uh succession i haven't watched but it probably won't make me cry uh the white lotus didn't make me cry right better call saul didn't make me cry you know what made me cry fucking ted lasso and it was nominated as a comedy. So that's just, that's just, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. See, only murders in the building. That's a comedy. I get it. It's a parody. It's like a, it's like a play on true crime, but the bear and Barry as, you know, I, I get it, right? They didn't want to go up against succession because succession is the hot shit right now but come on man so because of that uh actor in a comedy series went to jeremy allen white well deserved right i'm looking at the other nominees like martin short in only murders in the building nah i mean he's funny but no way jason sudeikis maybe in season one and two of ted lasso definitely not season three he kind of took a back seat in season three of ted lasso if you've watched the show you probably agree with me he didn't have that big of a role and they, and you know, rightfully so, because at the end of the show, you kind of get why. Like, it's not really about Ted Lasso, right? 
the only one I could see, because Jason Siegel was also nominated, but he, no, definitely not better than Jeremy Allen White. The only other actor that maybe had a run was Bill Hader from Barry. But I think Bill Hader was better in the first two seasons of Barry than he was. Same as, uh, Jason, uh, same as Jason Sudeikis, right? So if it was season one or two of Barry or Ted Lasso, Jeremy Allen White might have not won. Maybe. But for this, I've seen, oh, surprisingly, this might be the only category where I've seen all of the shows and all of the actors. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Okay. So Jeremy Allen White, book it. Actress in a comedy series. See, Abbott Elementary, Quinta Brunson. I watch Abbott Elementary. It's not really for me, but it is a comedy. Uh, I watch maybe four or five episodes. It's like The Office, but set in an elementary school. I don't know. Something about it didn't really click with me. I, I don't know why. Like, it's just not my cup of tea, but it wasn't that funny. It, it, ha- it gives me, uh, it's not as corny as Big Bang Theory, which I absolutely hate. Like, Big Bang Theory is so not funny to me. It's like, that show is fucking, that show sucks, bro. Everybody loves Big Bang Theory. I think that show sucks. But it's it's better than that, but it still, it doesn't hit the same. It, it kind of gives me the same vibes as, what's a comedy show that I think is okay? It's like New Girl for me in terms of how funny it is. Like, New Girl is great, but it's not. Laugh out loud. Wait, no. Maybe I'm... Wait, I think I'm lying. I actually watch most of New Girl. So, no, it's definitely better than you. It's not It's not definitely better. No, it's not better than New Girl. I'm trying to think of a comedy show that... Wait, let me let me look that up, right? Sitcoms. Favorite sitcom. I can't type sitcoms because the letter I on my keyboard is broken. Here we go. Uh, what is it? I'm trying to find sitcoms that it's... Mm, Fuck, man. I don't know. Most of the shows are actually that I... I guess, People love Shit's Creek. I watched up to like season two and I never continued. Maybe it's like... It's like Two and a Half Men. There we go. It's like Two and a Half Men. Like you watch it and it'll make you do that little... You know, the little nose thing when something's slightly funny. But it's not laugh out loud funny. Okay, anyway, dude. I keep rambling. Um, Who else was nominated? Jenna Ortega from Wednesday? Definitely not. Like, I get it, right? You know, you have this, you know, she's she's cool as Wednesday, but no way she's going to win, right, for for this. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, unless the other nominees are super trash, like, no way she's going to win that. Supporting actor in a comedy is, oh, thank God, it's the guy from The Bear who plays Richie. Because the guy who won this in the Golden Globes was somebody else. I forgot who it was. But Ibn Moss Bakrak. From the bear one. Who else? You know what though? So I'm looking at the nominees. Anthony Kerrigan, who plays the dude in uh Barry, I think he was also really good. I think he he plays no ho Hank, right? I think he could have won as well. But I really like uh, the guy who won from the bear who plays Richie, and I think it's well deserved. Uh Brett like like see Brett Goldstein and Phil Dunster from Ted Lasso. Season one, once again, season one, season two of their, of them was way better. Like season three, it kind of fell off. Henry Winkler was also really good in the first two seasons of, of Barry, but not in the, oh, he was good in the last one, but anyway, supporting actress in a comedy series is the chick from the bear, uh, Ayo Edebiri, who was on a tear, by the way. So, you know, I, I told you guys, I think before, and maybe on how to show that I found her character, like I, I find her character kind of annoying. But she's having quite a year, man. She was in, she played, uh, she voiced, uh, April in the Ninja Turtles movie. 
And I think she was also in Spider-Man. I forgot who she played in Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, but I think she was also in that. I'm not 100% sure, but her Wikipedia says she was in it. But for definitely, she was in Ninja Turtles. She's also in a, in a movie called Bottoms, which I think was really well received. I haven't seen it, but I'm going to watch that probably sometime soon. And yeah, okay. Uh, guest actor in a comedy series. Oh, by the way, sporting actress, who else could have won that? I think uh, Hannah Waddingham from Ted Lasso. Like, she was fantastic in all three seasons, but I think she, she, she was the strongest performer in Ted Lasso season three. So if anyone was deserving to win of an acting award in Ted Lasso for the late, the last season, it would be Hannah Waddingham, but she lost. Uh, guest actor in a comedy, Sam Richardson from Ted Lasso. Okay. I can't believe he beat John Bernthal from The Bear, though. Say what you will. John Bernthal is fucking terrifying on screen when he plays that crazy, you know, if you ever watch The Walking Dead, he does that thing where he rubs his head. You know, Shane rubs his head in The Walking Dead. You know, shit's about to go down. Dude, in the, in the, I, I, he's so good that I remember the name of the episode. It's called Forks, right? So the, in the episode of The Bear season two called Forks, John Bernthal gives an acting clinic. And I'm not sure how Sam Richardson beat him in this. As much as Sam Richardson was funny and whatever in Ted Lasso, if you're going to go by acting, you, you gotta give John Bernthal the award here, friend. Right? I, I think. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I don't know anything. Right? Guest actress in a comedy series is Judith Light from a show called Poker Face, which I have never heard of. What is Poker Face? Poker Face is an American crime comedy drama series created by Rian Johnson. Oh, Rian Johnson? Like Looper? Rian Johnson? Uh, for the streaming service Peacock. Stylized as a case of the week murder mystery series. It stars Natasha Leone. Oh, the chick from uh, American Pie and uh, Russian Doll, right? Am I wrong? No. Yeah, Russian Doll. Okay, great. I know my shit. Uh, writing for comedy is the guy from is uh, the writer from The Bear. Directing is also The Bear, and they gave review as their. Oh wow, that's weird. I, I would I would think they would have chosen a different episode. Limited series was Beef. Actor was Stephen Yun. Actress was Ali Wong, just like the Golden Globes, well-deserved. Uh, supporting actor in a limited series is Paul Walter Hauser from Blackbird, which I haven't seen, but it stars the hot guy from uh, The Kingsman. What's his name? Eggsy. I forgot his real name. Uh, supporting actress is Dahmer, which I've never seen. Uh, writing for a limited series is Beef. Director is Beef. Reality competition is RuPaul's Drag Race. I mean, reality competition, right? How often do you get a new newcomer in that in that? Because look at look at I'm gonna name you the 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 nominees, right? RuPaul's Drag Race, which one? The Amazing Race, which is on like season fifty seven or whatever, right? Survivor, which is also probably on season fifty seven. Top Chef, which I don't even know how many seasons of Top Chef there are, and The Voice. Right? That's the, that's it. It's the same, you know, it's the same shows competing. Right? And let's get something new. Where's, where's the squid game? It's not in there. <laughs> Reality host is RuPaul. Anyway, that's, that's the, those are the main awards. So that's a little Emmy talk to fill in the space. Wow! 40 minutes? I have been rambling for a while. Anyway, that is it for the podcast. Let me know what you guys think about the Emmy winners. Did you think Better Call Saul? 
should have won something in its, you know, in its lifetime of what is it, four or five seasons? I think it should have at least won one, right? And also, let me know what you think about people who are forced to work in elevators. What a travesty. You can follow me on my social media. I just posted a, it's a new video, but it's an old video, right? It's a video that I shot months ago and uh, only record, only edited now because I was so lazy. It's my last video of the Shargao series. Go check it out. It's on my Instagram and TikTok. And of course, message me on the podcast Instagram. Tevez is the best if you want to give me material to talk about on the podcast or, or reply to anything that I said. Uh, or if you, before you try to cancel me on Twitter for something I've said, maybe you could, uh, send me a message there and we can talk it out, hash it out like adults, right? And yeah, that's it. And I'll catch you all. Say it with me later. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 